Some of you are receiving defeat because you're not allowing the word of the Lord to speak out. You got to speak it out. You got to open your mouth and let the word of the Lord speak. So the giant within you has to be bigger than the giant that you're looking at. Your biggest battle, your biggest fear, your biggest concern right now needs to be met with the giant that's within you, which is the spirit of God. The greater one lives on the inside of us. And that's why these giants are being slayed. Victory is ours. It's being won. It's ours. No matter what, you're going to decree it just like David did. He didn't wait. He spoke it ahead of time, and we're doing the very same thing. Thank you, Lord. Every spirit of rebellion coming against our loved ones dies today. We take the sword of the Lord, and we chop off the demonic spirit's assignment. We cancel it in the name of Jesus this day, because you are a giant slayer. You are literally a demon slayer. You are not going to let those demons rise up and form this whole party against you. You're chopping off their heads. Just like David did, he chopped off the head of Goliath. You're chopping off the head of that demon or demons. Just as David was young, but yet he was confident because he was taught by God, so are we. His testimony was that he had killed a lion and that he killed a bear. And Goliath was going to be the next one. That was his testimony. He says, I killed a lion, I've killed a bear. Goliath is going to be next. That was his testimony. You all have a testimony as well. You've killed some lions, you've killed some bears, and that Goliath is coming down next. Goliath is coming down next. Whatever your Goliath is, it's coming down next. It's good to remember the promises of God. It's good to remember the victories of God. It's good to remember that when you walk through the Jordan River, there were stones that God said, take them out and, and create a memorial for me. Just as God told Joshua to tell the 12 tribes and the leaders of the tribes, take a, as a rock out, a stone out, and I want you to put it as a memorial for me of the goodness of God. So you will always remember what God has done. It's time to remember what God has done. It's time to look at the memorial stones and remember what God has done. Because that giant in front of you wants to appear so big, wants to appear bigger than life, but I'm telling you, you've already overcome. I want you to remember where you've come from. And then you'll have courage to go forward. Hallelujah. So with every battle that you fight and you win, your testimony grows. He said, I have fought a lion, I fought a bear. His testimony was growing. And he says, I'm going to kill this Goliath as well. His testimony was growing and so is yours. That's why you got to remember the memorial stones. That's why you got to remember what the battles were that you've already had victory with. Amen? So with every, every battle that you fight and win, your testimony grows. I want you to say that over yourselves. My testimony grows with every battle that I fight and with every battle that I win. And not only does my testimony grow, my confidence grows. My confidence grows in slaying those giants. Uh, glory to God. And you're going to continue to slay those demons. You're going to continue to because you were called by God. You were called by God to be his sharpshooter. You're a sharpshooter in the Lord. You are an arrow of the Lord. Isaiah 49.2 says, and he has made my mouth like a sharp sword. Your mouth is made like a sharp sword. I want you to say it over yourselves. My mouth has been made like a sharp sword sword in the shadow of his hand he has hidden me and he has made me a polished shaft in his quiver he has hidden me this is who you are church that's Isaiah 49 2 so when David when David saw the giant 
The giant in him rose up. Here is the difference. He saw the giant in the natural, but the giant on the inside of David rose up. Everyone said he couldn't do it. Everyone said, you're not the man for the job. You're only a boy. Everyone said, you're too small. Do you not see him? He is over nine feet tall. Do you not see him? Do you see his armor? He is well skilled. He's well trained. This is not his first battle. What are you doing, David? You're not the man for the job, but the giant within him rose up. For some of you, the giant within you needs to rise up and say, oh, I don't care what the world says. I don't care what the standard says. I know that I am the person for the job and I will slay those demons. I will slay those giants. I will not sit back and watch my family be destroyed. I will not sit back and watch my health deteriorate. I will stand and slay those demons. The giant is rising within you. So the giant literally rose up. He said, who is this uncircumcised Philistine that he should defy the army of the living God? He looked at that circumstance and he said, who is this uncircumcised Philistine? First Samuel 17, right at the tail end of 26. Because at the beginning of 26, it says, Then David spoke to the men who stood by him, saying, What shall be done for the man who kills this, this Philistine and takes away the reproach from Israel? For who is this uncircumcised Philistine that he should defy the armies of the living God? Who is that giant that he should defy? You, a child of God. Who? Deuteronomy 28, 7 says that the Lord will cause the enemies who rise up against you to be defeated before you, church. They will come against you in one way, but they'll flee in seven ways. Some of you just need to get that, that mental picture. They're fleeing in seven ways. They're fleeing in seven ways. Hallelujah. Somebody shout out victory. Seven ways? Oh, yes. Seven ways. Who is this uncircumcised Philistine? Really? That he should defy the armies of the living God? Oh, no, you don't, devil. So you must know that you are the beloved of God if you're going to bring down the giants. Hear me in this. You need to know that you are the beloved of God. You're not fighting this battle on your own. You need to know that you're the beloved of God. David was be beloved of God. Literally, that's what David means. Goliath means to exile. It means to be stripped of everything. It means to be stripped of everything? Yes. And the devil is literally stripped of everything, but wants to make you feel like you are. He wants to make you feel like you are. You're not. You're not. Colossians 2.15 says, having disarmed principalities and powers. Come on, having disarmed? principalities and powers he made a public spectacle of them triumphing over them in it how many of you love that scripture it's powerful jesus is saying that the devil was destroyed at the cross he just wants you to believe that he wasn't so in this way he disarmed this is the new living same scripture, but New Living Translation. In this way, he disarmed the spiritual rulers and authorities. He shamed them by public 
he shamed them publicly by his victory over them on the cross. Public shaming? Mm-hmm. Jesus did it. Amen. Public shaming when it was needed. And it was needed. Amen. It was needed. Amen. So if you're going to slay demons, if you're going to break chains, and we are chain breakers. I've been bringing you messages lately about being a chain breaker. I've been bringing you messages lately about, about literally being a, a breaker. You have the breaker anointing, and you're breaking through those bars of iron, right? Amen? So you're a chain breaker, and everything that you have applied your hand to that God has called you to, you are victorious, and you've got to know it. You've got to know it because you know who you are, beloved of the Lord. David knew he was the beloved of God. So though he faced the giant, the giant within him was bigger than the giant that he was looking at. So the giant within you has to be bigger than the giant that you're looking at. Your biggest battle, your biggest fear, your biggest concern right now needs to be met with the giant that's within you, which is the spirit of God, which is the spirit of God, knowing that you've, you've got so many past victories, so many. You've killed your own lions. You've killed your own bears. And that Goliath is coming down in your life too. That's why you got to remember where you've come from. You got to remember what God has done for you. And then therefore the giant rises up on the inside of you. Your spirit man grows. And you know that this Dagon is coming down. This demon spirit is coming down. I don't care how big. I don't care how long. I don't care how stubborn. It's coming down. In the name of Jesus. The name David, meaning beloved of God. We know that we are the beloveds of the Lord too. We know that in Ephesians 1 and 9 it says we're the beloveds of the Lord. Goliath means to exile, to be stripped of everything. He wants us to feel like we're stripped of everything, but in reality, he is. Everything, he tries to make us feel stripped, but I don't know. He mocks you, he ridicules you, he rejects, defeats, frustrates you, all these things, because he already is. Right? Amen? Let's look at 1 Samuel 17 and in 34. Because David was confident in his God. He was confident in his God. You know, not, we're not going to be confident. If the Bible says not by might, not by power, but by my spirit. Right? Not by, not, not by might, not by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord of hosts. In Zechariah 4, 6. So let's look at verse 34. And it says, but David said to Saul, your servant used to keep his father's sheep. Don't you love the humility? Don't you love it? He's like, listen, I can do this. He's trying to convince Saul that he's, he's the man for the job. And he's mentioning sheep. I'm sure that Saul is just thinking, hey, that's awesome, that's great, move over, junior, move over, right? But no, but David didn't let anybody belittle him, did he? He says, your servant used to keep his father's sheep. He was confident. He was serious. He meant what he said. And when a lion and a bear came and took a lamb out of their flock, he says, I went after it. I struck it, and I delivered the, the lamb from its mouth. And when it rose up against me, I caught it by its beard and struck it down, and I killed it. Now it's getting a little bit more vivid, isn't it? Now it's like, wait, this kid is actually meaning what he is saying. He's actually getting into this. He's explaining the details. He says, your servant has killed both lion and bear. And then he says, and this uncircumcised Philistine will be like one of them. That's what needs to come out of your mouths. This uncircumcised Philistine will be like one of them. Amen. Seeing he has defied the armies of the living God. And moreover, David said, the Lord who delivered me from the paw of the lion and from the paw of the bear, he will deliver me from the hand 
of the Philistine. And then Saul said to David, go, and the Lord be with you. In other words, I, I hope this works out for you, but you're convinced, so all right, go. There's no, there's no changing your mind. You know, here's the thing. In Psalm 33, in Psalm 33, starting in verse 16, the word of the Lord says that there is no king saved by the size of his army. So you may feel small and alone at times, but there's no king. There's no, there's no king saved by the size of his army. No warrior escapes by his great strength. You're not going to escape by your great strength. A horse is a vain hope for deliverance. Horses are strong. They're powerful animals. But it says that a horse is a, is a vain hope for deliverance. Despite all of its great strength, it cannot save. It cannot save. But the eyes of the Lord are on those who fear him, on those who hope in his unfailing love Amen. to deliver them from death. And keep them alive in the famine. Hallelujah. Somebody shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. Keep you alive in the famine. Oh, you better believe it. So David does another thing now. He invokes the name of God. He invokes the name of God. Claiming that God is the ultimate ruler over every force in heaven and earth, Amen. he invokes the name of God, the Lord of hosts. Yes, he does. The Lord of the heavenly armies, the angelic army, Lord Almighty. Let's read in verse 40. It says, then he took his staff in his hand. You guys know the story. They offered Saul's armor. He says, I don't want that. It doesn't fit. You're going to walk in what fits. You're going to walk in your own anointing. He took his staff in his hand and he chose for himself five smooth stones from the brook. He took his shepherd bag and his pouch, which he had, and his sling, which was in his hand, and he drew near to the Philistine. And that's, that's, I want to stop right there because he came near his enemy. He was prepared with what he knew. He carried what he knew, his sling and his five stones. But really what he carried was the word of God in his mouth. And he already spoke it. Really what he carried was the confidence of God. And that's already evident. So you may think, well, he came with just stones. He came with a small thing. But God is great, right? Amen. With little is much when God is in it, right? And God's anointing was all over him. God's anointing is all over you. And so you're going to go in the strength of the Lord and you're going to be proactive in speaking forth the word of truth and not allowing the lies of the enemy to literally speak for you. Don't let them speak for you. Don't let the enemy speak for you. Some of you are receiving defeat because you're not allowing the word of the Lord to speak out. You got to speak it out. You got to open your mouth and let the word of the Lord speak. Declare and decree. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord God. And you know, and, and Cynthia, and I know, and Cynthia is, is standing in the gap for a complete healing. And so some of you might say, why, why is she so loud? She's loud because she's decreeing the truth. She's loud because she's not going to let the devil win. She's loud because she's already seen the hand of the Lord victoriously in her life and she's not about ready to say well you know what I received a healing back then years ago but now it's coming back maybe I should just be a little quieter oh no 
Absolutely not. So for some of you that are going, why is she shouting? Well, maybe there's a reason to shout. Maybe there's something you don't know about. Hallelujah. He is a liar. He's a liar. He's a liar. So like David went and ran. He ran towards the Philistines. So are we with every shout. So are we with every praise. So are we with every declaration. So are we when we gather together. When our faith rises up. So are we. We're going right towards the enemy's camp. We're going right towards the enemy's assignment. So are we. You're doing it right now. 41. So the Philistines came and began drawing near to David, and the man who bore the shield went before him. And when the Philistines looked about and they saw David, they disdained him, for he was only a youth. Yeah, they mocked, they ridiculed. So what? Let them mock, let them ridicule. Let them have their, let them have their laugh. The Philistines said to David, am I a dog that you should come with me with sticks? And the Philistine cursed David by his God, lower G. And the Philistines said to David, come to me and I will give your flesh to the birds. Spirit of intimidation? Oh, you better believe it. The spirit of intimidation will be released, but you just don't have to receive it. Come on, you're not going to receive a spirit of intimidation. It'll be released, but you just have to reject it. We reject that spirit of intimidation. That spirit of intimidation tells you that you're never going to rise above this. That this, this, this assignment, this sickness, this disease is always going to be what your, your lot in life is. Oh, no, we cancel that. We literally have to cancel the words. We don't let the words live. We speak death to those words. We speak life to our bodies. Speak life. Hallelujah. And the Philistines said to David, come to me and I will give your flesh to the birds of the air and the beasts of the field. Well, how arrogant are you? Right? Look, listen to him. And then, but then David said, now David, under the unction of the Holy Ghost of the Lord our God, said to the Philistine, you come to to me with a sword and with a spear and with a javelin, but I come to you in the name of the Lord of hosts, the God of the armies of Israel, whom you have defiled. You have defiled, but I come to you not in my name. I come to you in the name, the name of the Lord of hosts. Glory to God. This day the Lord will deliver you into my hand and I will strike you and take your head from you. Hasn't happened yet, has it? But he already spoke it. It didn't happen, but David spoke it. You shall decree a thing and it shall be established for you. So that light will stand upon your ways. Come on, Job 22, 28. You shall decree a thing. He decreed this before it happened. He said, this day you're coming down. He went to the point of saying your head's coming off. He didn't even have a sword. He says, your head's coming off. Confident in the Lord. He wasn't even fully equipped with what he said he was going to do, but he trusted that God was going to do for him when he opened his mouth and spoke the word of truth. Because God will provide that sword. God will provide it. And he did. He literally provided it. He provided the sword right when it was needed. You don't need to worry, but what am I going to say? What am I going to say? God will fill your mouth. God will fill your mouth. But what if they don't understand me? Well, did Moses not have the same or similar questions to the Lord? He said, what do you have in your hand? I'm going to use what you already have. 
He says, David already killed a lion and a bear. What testimonies do you have? Because he's going to use the testimonies that you have to build your confidence, to build your God confidence, so that you literally walk slaying any giant that is in front of you. Because you are a giant slayer. You are literally a demon slayer. You are not going to let those demons rise up and form this whole party against you. You're chopping off their heads. Just like David did, he chopped off the head of Goliath. You're chopping off the head of that demon or demons. You're going to continue to do so as long as it needs to be. Amen. This day, this is what he said. This day, the Lord will deliver you into my hand and I will strike you and take your head from you. He says, this day you're dying. Today you're dying. Let every spirit of rebellion die right now, today. Every spirit of rebellion coming against our loved ones dies today. We take the sword of the Lord and we chop off the demonic spirit's assignment. We cancel it in the name of Jesus. This day, this day, Psalm 99.1 says, The Lord reigns, let the people tremble. He dwells between the cherubim, let the earth be moved. The Lord reigns. He reigns. God still reigns. God is still on the throne. God is not done. Thank you, Lord God. He is the righteous judge. Thank you that you're jealous over us. Thank you that you help us fight our battles. Thank you that you lift up our arms. You strengthen us, Lord God. And I thank you, Lord God. We go in the name of the Lord. We go in the name of the Lord. And every demon is afraid of that name because they already know they've been disempowered. They already know Colossians 2.15. They've been disempowered. They already know the cross has been victorious over them. They already know when you mention the name of the Lord, the Lord of hosts, that's the Lord of the angelic armies. The literally angelic armies are being released on your behalf. Let the Lord of hosts today be released on our behalf. The Lord of hosts. We decree the Lord of hosts being released right now towards our loved ones. The Lord of hosts, the army, the angelic army. Thank you, Lord God. Let's look at 47. Verse 47. It says, then all this assembly shall know that the Lord does not save with sword or spear, and spear for the battle is the Lord's and he will give you into our hands look at this then all this assembly shall know I love it rise to attention because I'm speaking let every demon spirit listen because I'm speaking the Lord does not save with a sword or with a spear but the battle is the Lord's, and he is giving you into our hands today. This is what he said, didn't he? That's what David said. And then, so it was, when the Philistines arose and came, I mean, that, that infuriated him. He got mad. Who cares? No spirit of intimidation will come against you when you're standing in your rightful position with Christ. So it was when the Philistine arose and came and drew near to meet David that David, he, he hurried and he ran towards the army to meet the Philistine. And David put his hand in his bag, took out a stone, and he slung it and struck the Philistine in his forehead so that the stone sank into his forehead and he fell on, the, on his face to the earth. 
He fell dead. One stone is all it took. David prevailed over the Philistines, or the Philistine army. He prevailed over this giant. With a sling and with a stone, he prevailed, and he killed this giant. But there was no sword in the hand of David. He already prophesied what he was going to do, and he only did part of it. Yet, there was no sword in his hand. But therefore, David ran over, and he stood. He stood over the dead body. He stood over the Philistine. He literally took the sword out of its sheath and he killed the giant by cutting off the giant's head with the giant's own sword. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. This is who we are. We do not fight a battle against flesh and blood, but we fight against powers and principalities. That's who we're fighting against the powers and the principalities and the high places. And we decree the word of the Lord in the name of the, of the Lord, which is literally our strong tower and releases the angelic army everywhere we go because greater is he that is in us, church, than he that is in the world. Amen. Come on, first, first John 4, 4. First John 4, 4. We need to get these scriptures memorized. 1 John 4, 4, because greater is he that is in you. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. The greater one lives on the inside of us. And that's why these giants are being slayed. That's why victory, victory is ours. It's being won. It's ours. No matter what, you're going to decree it just like David did. He knew he was the beloved of the Lord. And he also knew to speak it ahead of time. He didn't wait. He spoke it ahead of time, and we're doing the very same thing. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Luke eleven twenty says, but if I am casting out demons by the power of God, then the kingdom of God has arrived upon you. The kingdom of God has a, is already here. The kingdom of God has arrived. The kingdom of God is within you. Amen. Demons are being literally cast out by the finger of God. Amen. You have. God uses your finger. Okay, it's the finger of God, but it's the finger of God being projected through your hand. Amen. When you cast out demons, you need to know that the kingdom of God is within you, and literally the finger of God is casting out those demons. When you slay those giants, you need to know it's literally the kingdom of God that's within you, that's rising up on the inside, destroying every tactic and every scheme, every plan that has been sent against you or your loved ones. You are strong in the Lord and the power of his might, and you are victorious. Amen. But praise be to God who gives us the victory. Come on, you have the victory in every circumstance, in every trial, against every obstacle. Because the greater one lives on the inside of you. There's literally no lack, no lack at all. The power of the Holy Ghost strengthens you, empowers you, and equips you to continue to go forward and say, yes, that's mine. There's literally no lack, no lack at all. The power of the Holy Ghost strengthens you, empowers you, and equips you to continue to go forward and say, yes, that's mine. I remember the battles from the past, and I remember the current ones, and I've I've got them because the Lord in me, we've got them. We will be victorious. You will be victorious. 
How many of you guys believe what I'm saying here today? How many of you guys are applying this? How many of you are going to apply this truth? Because you're demon slayers. We're slaying those demons. We're slaying those assignments. And we have the victory in Jesus' name.